Welcome to All My Children Wear Fur Coats with Peggy Hoyt. Our goal is to keep loved pets in loving homes by educating pet parents about the importance of ensuring every pet has a forever home. For more information about creating a legacy for your pet or to listen to archive shows, visit AnimalCareTrustUSA.org or LegacyForYourPet.com. Join your host, author, estate planning attorney, and animal advocate, Peggy Hoyt. Hello, pet lovers. Welcome to All My Children Wear Fur Coats. I'm your host, Peggy Hoyt. This show is brought to you by the law offices of Hoyt and Brian, where we create estate plans for pets and their people. Also brought to you by Animal Care Trust USA, a national nonprofit whose mission is to keep loved pets in loving homes. We do this by educating pet parents about the importance of including a pet trust as part of their estate plan. Today, we're going to have the unique opportunity to talk with Dr. Pohl, the incredible Dr. Pohl, and his wife, Diane. I had the opportunity to meet Dr. Pohl and Diane at the recent Global Pet Expo held in Orlando, Florida. What you'll hear next is our interview, and it may start somewhere in the middle, but I hope you enjoy it. Thank you very much for joining us today. So I grew up in um, the uh, Washington, D.C. area. Oh. But, and like every little girl that you probably ever met in your life, they all want to be veterinarians, yeah. right? And a lot of them are going to be veterinarians now. Yes, and I wanted to ask you about that. Why do you think so many vets are women? I don't know. When I started college in the Netherlands, there were about 100 students after the third year, and only five were ladies. And that has completely changed. And I don't know why. It's because probably more small animal. Because education now at major colleges is mainly small animal. If you want to do a large animal, you have to choose to do it. By when I started 50, 60, <clears throat> how many years we don't ago? Ask, we don't ask. Don't ask. Right. When I started over in the Netherlands, it was large animal, and you had to have special permission to skip the classes for large animal if you want to do small animal. So it's a role reversal. It yes. was completely different, and this is you know where you can see the pets now have such become such a major yeah, part of our lives, I guess. Absolutely. You know, well, it's the humanization and, of pets. Yes, and that is in a way is wrong. An animal is still an animal and treat it like an animal. Because if you start treating animals like people, that, how should I say that? It's not, it's not good for the animal. I think that's really important yes. to point out because yes. it, it, pets have taken on the lives. And I didn't, didn't mean to jump in, but I've watched so many times that pets have taken on the lives of, of kids, of kids and on those empty right. nesters. Because yeah, right. they don't live as long as kids. Right. And yes, we get attached to our pets like crazy, but Diane and I have been married 55 years and we went through 15 Danes. And we always had a young animal when we had an old one. The last one we had to put down was our movie that we bought. That's the only animal exit that we bought in our lives. Yeah, we paid for some of them because of adoption, right. but that was the one that was a pup. We, it chose us. Mm -hmm. I still remember because you know, we were sitting, there were about 12 pups, something like this. We sat on the floor and the one that curled up on her lap, we took home. I wanted to ask you about your new fee because I would love to have one someday. 
Um, and they are they great it. family pets? Great. Yes. Um, she was so sweet. It was unbelievable. Are they good livestock animals as well? Yes. So just kind Garden. of protectors. Yeah, love great journeys. That, or... that all depends, I think, what you teach them. Uh, okay. No, we didn't have any livestock to protect. Okay. But uh, that is definitely possible. But for us, she was the companion that was always there with a smile on the face. Awesome. First, we to meet you when you yes. came home from work. And we called her happy butt. Always happy. happy butt. Always, always happy. Yeah. Until the final day when she was so full of cancer that we had to put her down. She came to the clinic and still greeted everyone wagging her tail. Oh, bless her heart. Yeah, I know. So back to thinking about pets as kids a little bit. One of the things that I'm passionate about is, and I'm, I'm a lawyer. I didn't end up in vet school. I ended up in law school. <laughs> so one of the things that I do, though, is I help pet parents create plans for the lifetime care of their pets so that if a pet parent becomes disabled or dies, that the pet doesn't end up homeless. So that there's a trust created for its benefit, along with money that goes doesn't into help. that trust. Doesn't help. Well, I have a couple under my care right Maybe, now. Maybe, <laughs> but if you, no, this is the problem like with, uh, with uh, the, the macaws, the big birds right. that live to be 70, 90 years old. Yes. You know, you can put them in your trust, but you need to find somebody that will bond with that animal. Right. And I've seen way too many. I've seen a macaw that big, you know, a foot and a half tall, bald. Every was taken out except the one here. From anxiety? From not being with the owner anymore. Oh, so they suffer. They suffer. So, so it's, it's your, your belief then that it's okay to, um, in certain circumstances? It depends. Kind of it depends. You know, why isn't there somebody that will bond with that during his lifetime and then take over? Okay. Yes. So you got to think ahead of the time. Well, that's that's, that's exactly we what hear. we're saying is you got to think ahead. You right. got to have a plan. Right. You got to know who's going to take yes. care of these animals. Yes. Horses included. I have horses. They mm -hmm. live long lives as well. Yeah. And I just got a one-year-old and a three-year-old. So they could be around for a long time. Oh, Diane. <laughs> she just bought a fish in mare. Okay. That was pregnant. And actually, you know, it's due. Today. Today. Oh, my goodness. Yes. But we have it with you know, Amish friends of ours. So they'll take care of it. But yes, you got to plan ahead. It's just like anything else. Do people expect you to take care of their pets? We know that Charles and, you know, yes, yeah. they, oh, yeah. yeah. They what about know. your patients, your clients? They don't expect us to, but they do contact us to find homes if they decide yes. they can't yeah. keep their pets yeah. anymore. With, with this show, you don't know how many calls we get. Uh, there's a great Dane that you know, needs a new home. I, and, yes, animals, you know, younger animals will adapt to a new home. Dogs will, you know, because... Otherwise, we won't have any rescue dogs. Right. But the main thing is that you have to find the right person. And I had another few this morning. If you want to adopt a, a dog at, the, at an animal shelter or whatever, don't pick the dog that you think looks nice. Let the animal pick you. Absolutely. Because they're smarter than what we are yes we got a great dog that way my husband yes. sat down just like you were yes. saying and he thought he wanted a little male pup but it was the little female pup that came over to him yes she was the greatest yes. dog that's exactly it seems like especially dogs cats in a certain way but they don't care as much uh, that animals will know what personality you are 
and you don't know how many clients have come. Oh, the dog came to my front door in the in the snowstorm. Best dog I ever had, because there again, if the dog is abused by the owner and he gets lost or just dumped, and they find a new home that is taking them in, they are thankful. Yes. And they are honestly the best pets sometimes that you can have. Absolutely. Because they know. And I love your philosophy about getting a young dog when you have an old dog. Yes. We always cry in the young dog's fur. Right? Yeah. I yeah. Oh, and people say, oh, it's not fair to my old And I say, no, your old dog will love having That's the right. opportunity. That's right. Lots of times the older dog will act a little younger again. And not only that. Yes. You know, the older dog will teach the young dog all the bad. <laughs> all the bad, but all the good too. Right? Yes. Yes. The rules yes. of the house. Yes. They they will teach them. I, I love that about yes. younger animals. Yes. So how many dogs do you have right now? Three. Okay. If you want to see a picture of them. Yes, I do. You have a Great Dane. You Two have Great a, Danes. Okay. And a St. Bernard. And a St. Bernard. Okay. Yeah. The newbie we had to put down. Yes. How long ago was that? <sighs> Last fall. Okay. No. Yeah, well, How old was the Newfie? 12 almost. Oh, that's, that's great. Right. Yeah, yes. that's super. Yes, and that's old. Hang on. So would you say the Great Danes are your favorite breed? <laughs> we love the Great Danes because of their regal or reality or whatever you want to call it, where, yes, they can be trusted. But this dog is the same thing. Oh, that's your St. Bernard? That's the oh, St. Bernard. Oh, how beautiful. Oh, man. He's the rescue. You know, and is that your granddaughter? No, that is just a girl, a little girl, a three, four year old girl in Sunday school where they had to give a speech and they had asked me to bring a pet, so I brought him. Wow, you know, it's a great he picture, is fantastic. You know, if you <laughs> the funny thing is, if he lays on his back, uh, where is that? Oh, he my god, he's, oh, he's smiling, <laughs> he's laying on his back, cutting his belly up. Oh, you know, that is but, crazy. Yes. So no, it's not a specific breed, though. Yes, I like the Great Danes because, like I said, I don't want to bend over and pet a pet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'm lazy. But yeah. yes, yeah. So, in your large animal practice, do you have a preference for cows versus horses? No, no, not at all. You like them both? All of them. Okay. You know, many people ask me, "What is your favorite animal?" It's a healthy animal. Oh, perfect. Makes no difference what. Because that's that's my calling. Keep the pets healthy. And then this is why I don't want to treat them like a human because I want to keep pet ownership affordable. Right. And, and I appreciate that about you. And I love yes. the fact that you said that um, I'm a veterinarian. I treat animals, yes. all animals. Yes. And uh, there was the story of the snake that so many vets <laughs> yes. passed on before yeah. you got yeah. to it. Yeah. And um, I, I love and, that story. Yes, and like I said, I didn't know what anesthetic. I had to look it up. Somebody's done it before me, so you can find out what to give. But it was so funny because she brought the snake and she was so upset. And you know, my colleague says, Jan, I don't want to do it. You do it. So I came there and you know, weighed him. And he was just a six-foot boa. And, uh, you know, Diane wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like snakes, Diane? <laughs> and, and, you know, I've learned to handle snakes, no problem. So anyway, you know, I knew the anesthetic and you just pick him up. His head is about here. You know, they're not poisonous, of course. But when you squeeze, they squeeze. So his body was wrapped around my arm. So I squeezed it and injected him. 
and I injected it, and that head suddenly turned around and looked me right in the face. What did you do to me? Oh, and I gosh. almost had to start laughing. Oh, my But the gosh. stupid thing is people think that snakes are dumb animals. No, they know their handlers. They know who owns them. They know who feeds them. And we were in Jamaica, and this guy comes around, and he has this snake wrapped around his head just like that. Oh, my goodness. And he's walking there, you know, just like that with a big smile on his face. And, you know, it was some kind of little roadside suit that was there. And so he took it off and he was just passing it out. And Diane touched that snake too. And, you know, so we were done. And he just puts the snake on the shoulder and the thing does the same thing, curls around like a hat on his head. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. So somewhere or other that the snake, you know, has enough brains to know what it is. And this is, I think, what people think about Animals are not dumb. Right. Animals, I say so many times, the longer I work with animals, the smarter they are getting. Yes. And I can tell you another funny story if you have time. Yes, absolutely. This, we had emus, rescues. The very first emu was, hey, Doc, this emu is in my garage. I don't know what to do with him. <laughs> Charles and I went there, put a sock over his head, pushed him down, put yeah. him in the car, took him home. Bumblefoot. He had a bad foot. He got so tame that you walked up to him and then the long neck naked around your neck and you just patted him. He was alone. Aww. He was running with the horses. Right. And But then the other time, somebody had an emu and they got loose. And no, you cannot run behind an emu and catch him. Right. They run a little bit too fast. <laughs> Look at the advertisement on TV. Right, absolutely. So after three days, hey, Doc, can you help me catch this emu? It's along the highway now, the next town over. So I'll go over there and now the control office there with his lights on, flashing lights. He says, what do you want me to do? Nothing. What? Nothing. So anyway, I'm coming there and uh, they taught me that if you stand up straight like this, it's danger. When you bend over, everything is safe. So I'm walking up there with my dog leash and he's standing up straight like this. And I was about 15 feet away and I bent over like this and he relaxes. I walked right up to him, put the leash over his neck, put him in the car. Wow, that's a great story. They taught me what it is. So if you're open to that, animals will tell you what they want, what they think and what they need. So you're still learning from animals every day? All the time. Yeah. All the time. Never stop learning. Yeah. How long do you want to continue to practice? <laughs> nobody yes. wants you to leave i know yeah i know and then the thing is that you because know, i've taught myself to do things that i was not taught in school right just from years like of experience doing it. Yeah. just doing it yeah you know many people say a broken leg on a horse is a dead horse in the last two years there were two colds yeah the fractures were below the knee you know in the lower part of the leg mm -hmm. but i sat with the splint and they're running awesome so, so they aren't possible. dead horses. No, yeah, that's not. great. It all depends on if the fractures are high. Like I said, stories. Get called out by animal control. Two horses are running loose. It turned out that some steers jumped in the pasture with a horse they were not used to. And this is what I said. If, you know, they, they have to have safety first. Mm -hmm. Food is next. And when you provide the safe environment, they're fine. Well, they didn't know the steers. And I don't know what happened, but that horse, both of them jumped the fence 
One was five miles away when they found it healthy. The other one found with a broken shoulder. Oh my God. No. Nothing you could those. do? No. Okay. No. Diane, have you always been a horse lover? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you still ride? Um, no. Don't have time. Okay. Yeah. Too busy. Time. Yes. Actually, you know, I broke my wrist, you know, on a horse. And so I've been a little bit leery since then, but... I love the horses. I love being around them and everything. And this one that we have is that we just bought. She was pregnant, so I haven't done much with her because it was right before winter. Right. But um, she is both to ride and to pull a cart. So that's what I want to get more into is the carting. Yes, I just got two miniature horses, so I'm going <laughs> to teach them to drive. Oh, they yeah. this come to us. You're in Michigan by Claire or by us this large Amish communities. I know exactly this, where that is. Yes. Well, I was born there, but I live here in Florida. Okay. She'll come visit me. We'll drag her. You're right. <laughs> you see those little Amish children in the cart with this little horse just going as fast as they can down the road. Oh, my yes. goodness. And these horses are fine. You know, they get taken care of. That's nice. Yes. Well, I figure I can teach my little minis to pull a cart with my dogs in it. I yeah, think that would be cute. Easily. Yes. Right. Yes. Because yeah. I have yes. six dogs. From Pomeranian to a Lab Husky, that's my biggest one. <laughs> so, yes. always rescue animals myself. Well, like I said, you know, we've had 15 Danes, I think. Hard to remember all the names anymore, but most of them were rescues. Yeah, and cats? And we, cats. <laughs> of course, right? Yeah, right you know, yeah. not only... It's, well, and know. then there's probably clinic pets as well, right? The, yeah, we have Tatum. Tater, Tater is, he's not the first one, but no. uh, he's the one we have now. And he came with the broken leg. Oh. He had a trap on it. Somebody had trapped him. Come on. That's, oh, yeah. what a good looking dog. That's the youngest Dane that we have. Come on, start. Oh, that so is nice. supposed to be a video. Maybe okay. The wrong one. No. Maybe go like this. Oh, that doesn't want to work. There. Oh, there it is. Oh, playing with that's a kitten. That's our bangle kitten. Oh, my goodness. That we, you know, got, that's the last one. And look at this. You know, that's that's the youngest thing that we have. And she is very, very stupid. Look at that. Yeah. You know, and that's our animals. Well. People say, people say, how come that, you know, they don't know. We've never had animals that fight with each other. Right. I don't know what it is. Well, that's well because you don't give off that vibe. You say no. everybody has to get along. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. And that Saint Bernard and this kitten now are just like this. Oh my! He goodness. lays outside on the porch. She goes outside, and the next thing you know, she's curled up right against him. My goodness. Yeah. What do you see for the future of veterinary medicine? A lot of holistic vets now. A no. lot of mobile vets. No, don't have to. Yeah, mobile vets. No, I, what I want to have is affordable pet care because when we start treating pets like people, the price goes up and when people cannot afford it. Now, right now, you know how it is. Yes. You know, everybody's complaining about high prices and everything. Yeah, they put food on the table first for the real cats and then the animals suffer if they can't afford it. True. I've said so many times, if you can't sell them a cat, like sell them a Ford. Right. That's right. You don't have to, have to, have to. You know, we have five senses. We should use the five senses to do good physical. And if they cannot afford all the lab work and all that stuff, 
do the physical, say what you think is wrong, and treat it accordingly. Awesome. Be, be common sense. Yeah, com yeah, there's no such thing as common sense anymore, is there? <laughs> Don't get you started. <laughs> yes. So one, somebody told me back to the idea of um, all the women in veterinary school these days, that one of the reasons that women um, are dominating that profession is because it's a low paying profession. That all, Do you agree with that? No, because, you know, I've done this for 50 years and, you know, yeah. it's an, if you think it's low paid, work a little faster. <laughs> work see a little patients, harder, right? See more patients, be open on the weekends, you know, for me, we started, when we started 40 years ago in our own practice, 40 years ago, we were 80% dairy. <clears throat> Weekends were the same as any other day. Right. Cows, well, and, and they said you, don't know. you started out of your garage. Yes. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You don't yeah. have to have a multi-million dollar clinic to no. start a business. No. And, and we started actually in the 80s when it was 25% interest. You know, my clinic are two double whites put together with a big basement underneath. Okay. And it works. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, we're so happy that you were here and could spend some time with us. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Um, you are incredibly authentic. You just, yeah, you're real. And honesty, you said. Honesty, yes, yes. common sense, Diane and I go to reasonable prices. Yes, Diane and I go to church. I treat others like I want to be treated. Right. And sometimes, yes, you get burned by somebody that walks away and doesn't pay. Who cares? Right. You don't see him again. You just say next. Next. Right. But yes, if you know, yes, if, if it pays well. Right. We have done very well. Do you want to talk about your new product line? A little bit. Okay. Uh, we came, or this, this company came to us to help promote their food line. And so many pets. Like I said many times, you are what you eat. Right. And everybody wants to have a dollar of the pet market. So not everything is good quality. And some dogs cannot eat this, some dogs cannot eat that. In that way, they are very much like people. And when you see a dog that is scratching and nothing helps, don't put them on a daily pill to stop the itching. Find the cause why he's itching. And this is why we came with this company, because their food is very good. We have a salmon and we have a chicken dog food. This is extruded. It's extruded. But we met with them several yes. times saying, we want something like this. We're looking yes. for this. Look, this uh, is we talked about pellet size. We yes. talked about you know, all kinds of things. So it wasn't something like we said, okay, hey, we like that one. Let's put no. a name on it. Right. No, no. This is something we helped we, we worked with the dietitian, you could call it, or the ingredient man this year to say okay like this this is what you want this is what you want and that's what he did and so now you know the salmon is very good and when we started with it there was a german shepherd that came he was bald on his belly and he says okay you know this is allergic to food so get our salmon dog food two weeks later some the hair came back already two weeks later two weeks wow so like I said, if it's good, it's good. So why do you think so many dogs have allergies these days? Because they are what we eat. Right. And, you know, people want, don't look at the ingredients. They buy, okay, let's try this. No, get, look at the ingredients, what's in there. And that's the main thing. And the horse pellets that we have are the same thing. Uh, extruded, 
everything is in there and it doesn't expand. Older horses with bad teeth can just mulch on it and swallow it and they do very well on it. Oh, excellent. Yes, because we have two senior mares. One is bad teeth. When I come back, I'll have to work on those teeth. And I feed her that and that keeps her going. And then where are the products going to be available? Right now they are through Chewy. Chewy, okay. Website of thedrpole.com. Okay, I saw them on the website, yep. so that's awesome. Yep. And we're and working on expanding that, so hopefully yes. in the near future we'll get more and more, awesome. more products. Yes. Okay, excellent. Well, how long are you going to be in Florida? We leave tomorrow morning. Okay, back to Michigan. Back yeah. to Michigan. Work in the weekend. Oh, okay. Yes. Clinics open on the weekend. All clinics open on the weekends. Yes. Well, have you ever had a male vet in your practice besides your yes. self? Because I, yes. I see you have a lot oh, yeah. of gals in your yeah. practice. Yes. Okay. Yeah. But uh, like I said, you know, 95% now are ladies and yeah, they're good. Dr. Brenda is, you know, been Phenomenal. with us for yeah. 30 years and she is really good. Uh, Dr. Nicole and Dr. Lisa, we have now Dr. Lisa is a tiny little thing. Thank goodness we need one because we have so many goats. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> That's funny because in my law practice, we only allow one male attorney in the practice. <laughs> the rest are women. Yeah. <laughs> but yes. thank you. Thank you for spending time with us and thanks yes, for being here at Global. Yes. And you keep up yes. the work too. I think. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Just trying to keep pets in happy homes and yes. out of shelters. Yes. And yes, not in a situation where they're picking their feathers out or very right. unhappy yeah. because they aren't loved and yes and too many times and i don't know why that is where, where people have a pet and abuse it if this is what i have said so many times we gotta go <laughs> but no kids let them grow and no but if it no let's let's start from the beginning if a kid is crawling on the floor with pets before a year old allergies are reduced by 40 percent right in life yeah you know yes but at the same time, this pet will teach that kid what he should or should not do. When he bites the tail, when he bites the ear, the pet normally doesn't bite back, but walks away. So he knows subconsciously already, hey, I shouldn't do that because then I can't play with him. And when you see a kid that starts abusing when he's two, three, four years old, uh, abusing animal, get him then already in some counseling, counseling yeah. because He'll turn to people later on. Right. We know that that leads to domestic violence and yes. other things. Yes. yes. So. Such a great point. It is a great yes. point. So keep up the good work. Let's try. Thank you. You're right. You Thanks for being with us. Thank you. Who we had the opportunity to meet at Global Pet Expo. We hope you'll join us each and every week on All My Children Wear Fur Coats. Until there are none, please adopt one and see you next time. Happy tales. Thank you for joining us on All My Children Wear Fur Coats with your host, Peggy Hoyt. We hope you learned something valuable for the benefit of your pet. We want to keep loved pets in loving homes by educating pet parents about the importance of ensuring every pet has a forever home. Get more information about creating a legacy for your pet at AnimalCareTrustUSA.org or LegacyForYourPet.com. Buy a copy of All My Children Wear Fur Coats, How to Leave a Legacy for Your Pet on Amazon. Join our email list or make a donation. Pet professionals and advisors are invited to join our trusted advisor network. Until next time, 
Happy tales!